You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. Good morning to you. Good day to you. Welcome to the Revolution After Show. Being is for doing. I am your host, Megan Thomas. And with me are the two. Wonderful, most handsome men this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Introduce yourselves, gentlemen. What's up, you Revolution fans? I'm Brandon London, the cultured athlete, as I like to call myself. How you guys doing this, this evening? <laughs> and I'm Larissa Shamar. That's it. That's it. Let's All right. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Episode 15 was called Home. Home. But it should have been called Love. Because love triangle, they love triangle. I would say past loves, past loves, past flames, whatever. Because this entire episode was about people in their past loves, right? <laughs> it's bound to happen, though. I mean, you look at it like it's a world with no power that everybody feel like they love somebody, if not the same person, right? Yeah, and as we're finding, a few of these people have loved the same people. I mean, it's, it's not coincidental. I don't think I said that like in previous episodes, also, that you know, that. Miles have I think Miles is like he's that guy. Everybody loves him. I don't know if everybody loves him, but <laughs> we found out that a few people do. Um, so this episode starts off with the rebels and the Georgia Federation joining forces. Um, so we see that from last episode, Miles has taken them up on their offer, mm-hmm. and yeah. he is now leading his portion of the rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, and they win, but we see a little turn of events because Miles is not the typical miles anymore. Yeah. You see that uh, Jim Hudson. Jim Hudson. Jim, Jim Hudson. Hudson yeah. His best friend from back in the day or one of his guys that he fought with. Jim Hudson is like, hey, we lost, what, maybe like 22 people. They lost way more than us. Yeah. We did very well. You know, everybody on the militia side is dead. We yes. decimated them. I feel like it's a victory now. And he, and he feels like it's a victory. He's like, yeah, we won. But at the same time, Miles is sad. Miles is not celebrating. I think Miles is at that point right now that he just really feels that he's tired of killing people. Because yeah. he's been doing it for so long because he was a uh, he was a military expert in the beginning. Then the power went out. Then he became this this leader of the militia who taught them how to kill and take over and take advantage of people. And now he's kind of feel like, I want to be neutral. But then Charlie comes to bring drag me back in. So he's kind of... I think previous episode he's been really torn between the two, but now I think he's just really just tired of seeing people dying because of him. Because you can you can even see that in the flashback when you know he's killing the, you know he's that's old Miles, he's going to work he's you know slicing people up, 
But then they come back to, you know, present time and he's just sitting there drinking. He just looks so miserable, you yeah. know. I think he is. He he is miserable. Because like, like you said, I feel like the killing and, you know, the sorrow and losing friends and and betrayal, all that's catching up to him. And it looks like he, he doesn't want to fight anymore. Yeah, and I think <laughs> that's part of the reason, if you remember at the beginning of, of this show, <clears throat> this entire show, he, when he was living in Chicago, he wanted to be, I think he wanted to be separate from everybody because yeah. it helped him to put a wall up and it helped him to be hard. So now here comes Charlie back into his life, his little niece, and she's opening up a softer side of him. And now I think it's the culmination of that. And you see that in him because he's not... In this episode, there's such a stark contrast between him and Charlie. Yeah. He said that 22 people had to die for them to beat the Monroe <clears throat> Federation. Federation. Yeah. But then here, Charlie is, she is like walking through canvassing all of the dead soldiers looking for weapons, not even flinching, not thinking twice, not blinking. And so when he has a conversation with her and he says to her, you know, you know, let's let Let's talk about this. You know, you, we've been fighting nonstop, and this yeah. can mess with your head. And she's just like, look, I don't have anything to say. What I want to talk about is you and my mother. What you and my mother. What you and my mother. <laughs> right. That's going to be a hot topic. And that's what, uh, before the guy died, Miles's, uh, Miles's uh, from understudy. Oh, from Alec. the last Alec. 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 Yeah. That's his name. He told her that. Remember? He was like, oh, yeah. you think Miles is this high, almighty guy, and he's this great guy, but why don't you ask him what, what you know what the deal is between him and, and your mother? Mm-hmm. I, I think what it is that is Miles is at that point now when he first, when the lights went out, he thought he was doing a great thing by teaching people how to survive yeah. in the militia, and now he's kind of with the Republic, and he's doing the same thing. But I think he's just at that point that every time he tried to do something great, it seemed like something bad happened. People always dying. And that's the thing that keep keep being reminded to everyone that, like, hey, Miles is a great guy, but somebody always have to die because of his decision that he's been making. And I think that's why it's weighing on him because, again, now he's like, There's, people had to die yeah. for us to beat the militia. And before, he never cared. And yeah. and here Jim is telling him, like, look, we, we should be happy we won. Be happy we won, and he doesn't feel it. But I think it's also because the fact that, you know, before when the power went out, he thought he lost his family, and it was just him, and and that's all he had. But now that he has Charlie, and he has Rachel, and he saw his nephew die, I think he's kind of become to that softer side that, you know, I have a connection with my family now, and now why are we still killing? His his skill set is a gift and a curse. Basically, right. you know, yeah. it's a gift and a curse. Your skill set is you're a great killer. You can train people to be killers. But then at the end of the day, when, you know, there's there's no one to kill and you're just sitting at the house, he I guess he has like, he's thinking, what what, what am I good for? Like, what's yeah. life about right now? Okay, so what do you guys think? Him being softer, do you think this is going to work against him in future episodes or is it going to help him? That, that'll get everyone killed if he gets softer, if he lets up, because... Like we said, his skill set, he does he's a great killer. Yeah. He's a great soldier. Not even soldier, he's he's a great general. You he's can't even leader. call him a general, he's a yeah. leader. So for the rebels or Georgia Federation, they might have numbers, they might have soldiers and guns for him, but they need a person to train them and to teach them, you know, how to how to fight the militia. And that's what Miles is. So they can't afford for him to get soft ever. Yeah, I think what it is, what's going to happen, it's really going to cause something drastic to happen among the Federation, uh, within the Republics and everything. And he's going to realize that he really have to be this strong person because if not, the Monroe family will actually, like, take advantage of them and they're going to actually lose more lives than anticipated. So I think the great thing about him, if he stays strong, 
they will continue to survive. But the weaker he get, the more that everyone else is going to die and Monroe's going to kind of take on power. I don't, okay. I see what you guys are saying, but I don't think his him turning soft is actually a bad thing. Because in essence, even though he is being a little softer and he is, <laughs> you know, thinking about people dying, I think this makes him stronger because... Now he's got he he's raised up a little killer in Charlie, okay? Mm-hmm. So she's to me is now the brawn. She mm-hmm. when it comes to the main characters, yeah. she's got the bronze now, the brawn, and he has the brains because now he's thinking about, okay, how does this affect people's lives positively, negatively? Maybe I have to start thinking about that versus just going kill, kill, kill. Because his, if you understand, his mission is to still take out the Monroe Federation. Exactly. He's, he's not changed his, his goal. Yeah. But I think now he's going to go about it a little different. And I don't think it's going to be negative. I actually think it's going to be a positive thing for him that he's become softer. I can see that. I can see why you believe that. But for Charlie to go, for Charlie to be the hardcore killer now, you know, that, that's cool because because why she had to. She had to toughen up. We, You know, she's yeah. going to be, they need her for the fights. They need her for her logic. But when it comes to Miles... What do we need him for logic for? He is what he is. is. He is a trainer. Okay, okay, but that's what I'm saying. He's still strategizing. But I think him being softer is is adding to his strategy versus it just being kill, kill, kill. I think it's more so that him becoming softer, that he actually care about the lives of the people he's fighting with. And I think when you when somebody's more humane, I think that makes them a better person. Not only a better person, but for TV, a better character. Fear is the number one motivator. Uh, yeah. That's why <laughs> fear is the number one. Okay, if it's the number one motivator, then why is the Monroe Federation so horrific? And then the Georgia Federation is so awesome because they don't, they're not under a regime of, of angry, we'll take you down if you don't do what we say. But the Georgia Federation needs Miles to beat the Monroe Republic. Okay. So they need, you know, you could be civilized and have your judges wear white wigs and all that stuff. All you want, Georgia Federation. (laughs) But when it comes to just, you know, straight up, I will, you know, I will fly a helicopter and I will shoot up your city or I will, you know, burn a building to, you know, to kill people. That's that's that motivator right there that the, the Georgia Federation doesn't have over. The Monroe I think Republic. just basically overall what, what it is is that the Georgia Federation, they have a leader. Somebody guided them and teaching them the right respective thing to do as we have no power. But still live in a society where we actually appreciate and respect each other. The Monroe Republic is pretty much it's like it's a dictatorship where Monroe is the number the only guy that's in charge. You have everybody else working for him. It's like it's like a, uh, a pyramid effect. I'm at the top. Everybody else do my, my dirty work for me. And we're going to take over the world by masses. And it's totally different type of lifestyle that they live. Okay, and that was run by fear, which was instilled when Miles was there a long time ago. And now Georgia has a steamboat, so they have, you know, the science, <laughs> scientific stuff. I just feel like in this world, this revolution world, 15 years later, uh, soldiers and scientists... That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna get the yeah. power back on. Soldiers yeah. and scientists. That's okay. Yeah. And not, is, that, is that cool? I just thought. Of no, that. I think that's also <laughs> okay. what took the power away. The same thing. Because think about it. The Department of Defense. They were fighting a war in Afghanistan. That was just that's the soldier parts. No, and then the scientists <laughs> were the one that created the the actual Man, technology yeah. to yeah. do this. So it's still it's still exactly the same. I think the battlefield is just a little different now. Yeah. I mean, I different. think I like to think about Charlie now because like when you look at what Charlie has been through from the beginning, she saw her brother. Her, her father died. No, first she saw her mother left, let, leave them. Well, first, 
no power. Her mother leaves. Mother her, leaves. Her, da- her father's died. Then her brother get kidnapped. And then, like, she goes through this whole thing to go to Chicago to find her uncle. But yet to find that, you know, the world's still the same. People without power, people still fighting against each other just to, just to survive and everything. And now she's become a point where that now she saw her brother die. So Charlie's becoming, like, numb to everything around her to where she's just like, you know what? I'm just trying to basically be world power myself because I've lost everything in my life because her mother's no longer there and she's fighting herself against Miles because all she wants to know is like what happened to you and my mother me right. personally I'd be like what do you think happened the numbest <laughs> the numbest characters have the least amount of family yeah you said the dumbest characters the numbest oh, the, the, most, numb. the most numb or the numbest yeah but I mean I think isn't that true to life usually the people who are the most numb are the ones who have, who just, have experienced a lot of loss a lot yeah. of loss a lot of hurt a lot of pain and I think that's what Charlie is now where she just Look at like oh I'm scavenging I'm scavenging through the soldiers to figure out find out what can I yeah. use next and it's know? so different because I remember one of the episodes where she she was just like I can't believe you guys are killing like she didn't want to kill anybody the yeah. first time she killed that soldier the first time it was so dramatic <laughs> she never killed anybody like, and so I, could, I didn't think she was gonna do it and I feel like that was a point of no return now we got a killing machine uh, that's yeah. a good thing though she's because you know why she's gonna survive I don't see Charlie. Not being in to the to the finale, she will, she's gonna be yes. there to the power come back on. Even when the power come back on, she will still play an important role because she's actually now she's been taught by Miles and she's been fighting so aggressively that she's able to teach others to fight against, yeah. you know, the Monroe Republic or you know any of those guys out west too, even in Texas. So it's like it's at a point now. Charlie's just a person that in her mindset she just want to win. Yeah, I, I'd give her her own state. Like when they, if, if the rebels yeah. finally win, give her, give her <laughs> Rhode a Island or, or Massachusetts or something. <laughs> it's just like here, that's Charlie State Charlie right there. Because, like you said, she, she's a she's a hardened killer now, she's a and leader. she has logic. Yeah. So yeah. you know, she's a leader. She can do that. I, I, I can I see think that. She can. Yeah, she's definitely a leader now. So, so then we see, uh, we flip over to the Monroe Republic. Bass is there. He's talking to his. Oh, now you now you know him by Bass now, huh? It's Bass. Now you know He's him always by Bass. been known as Bass. Okay. Shout out to David Lyons. Okay. Ooh, Sebastian Monroe, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just want to shout something out too. Do you, you guys know that he's Australian, right? Did you guys know that? Well, uh, you, he I mean, I never. Did. You never hear his accent ever. And I think that's awesome. I never noticed it. And then I remember when I was watching an interview of him and I was like, hold on, wait a minute. He's Australian. <laughs> but he does. You never hear it. And then sometimes if you if you watch some of the words, he'll say do have a little accent on them. Uh, you got to hear. You got to hear. Listen like, closely. You can see she's reading your lips. David Lyons. Hey, David Lyons. <laughs> Give him your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> At Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. No. OK, so we see that Bass is now with Jeremy, I think his name is. His, his other his new right hand guy yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. that he met actually saving with um, Miles back in the day a few yes. episodes ago. Yeah. Um, so he's telling him like like hey our guys died they've taken these different cities in Indiana and his right hand man is like well it's just a setback no big deal. But Bass knows Miles and Bass is like oh no this is yeah. not it this mm-hmm. is Miles we're talking about yeah. so I've got to kill Miles that's it. He finally comes to the point it's where he's like, time. "It's we're going to kill him." That's now. All I mean, because now. you look at before what he was trying to. He continued trying to bring Miles back in, like, "Hey, you're my brother. Please come back. Like, help me out. I know that we had our differences before, you know." But at a, every single time, every encounter that anything with Miles is like, Miles is upset to Bass. So now he just feel like, "Hey, gotta go." And yeah, to to elaborate on that, it's like, like you said, he keep, he kept trying to bring him back. And yeah. 
people, we tend to want to go back to how things were. You know, we want to forget things and, you know, the bad that happened and just yeah. go back to the happy times when I guess he wants to go back when it was Bass and, you know, Bass and Miles, you know, coming up, taking over taking mm-hmm. over the, the Monroe Republic or taking over that part of the United States or whatever. So I just see, like, he, he's just been longing and hoping, that, you know, for him to come back. But yeah. now he's at that point where it's like, you know what? This, this guy is pointing over return. We can never be friends again. We can never, yeah. you know, we can never hang out. And he's, Miles has even said it. You're, you're nothing to me. I mean, so, because he can't. Because at this point, not only has he left the Monroe Republic, he's now joined fo- forces with the Georgia Federation. He's leading and the them. Rebels, yeah. And the rebels. And so the he's rebels. got two factions <laughs> that he's dealing with that are completely opposed to his, his former state. His but form, but you, know. you know, Miles is being, like, forced into situations that he really don't want to be a part of. What do you of. mean? He's not being forced into anything right now. He's been forced. Yes, it's like what? He was basically living life great in Chicago, but he was forced to basically go fight. Okay, just because you choose, just because (laughs) you choose to turn your other cheek and not look at what's going on, doesn't mean that your life is better. His Mm. life wasn't better because he chose to ignore what was going on. He was. I'm. I'm pretty sure it was. It was killing him inside because he knew what was going on, and and the Monroe Republic was only getting stronger. Mm -hmm. So he. It was definitely killing him inside. So I don't think he was living better. I think he was just running away from his problems, which was being part of this horrific terroristic <laughs> regime. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Anyway, Larice, uh, <laughs> so what happens is they send, they decide that they're going to send a scout to go talk to Miles. Yes. And at this point, this, we find out what the huge plan is. We're going to go, they're going to go back to their hometown of Jasper, Indiana. Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, it's probably not much going on there. Sorry, people in Jasper. <laughs> um, I'm from Kentucky, but that's all right. But tweet us but, and tell us what is going on there. <laughs> I know, right? I, I like learning about the different cities that they have in this uh, yeah. in, in the show. Which is so. very cool. It's Jasper. interesting. Yes. What's your what's your major export? <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you go on the website NBC.com, you'll also see an interactive map which shows all the places that they've been. Okay. Yeah. Um, it gives you a little rundown of what happened in what episode at that specific place, and it's good to see because it kind of puts it kind of puts the the travel in context of mm-hmm. what they're doing and where they're going and where the different federations and republics are. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. So they send a scout. The scout gives Miles a message. He must go alone to his hometown of Jasper. Because if he doesn't, uh, Bass is going to kill everybody, including Emma. 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 <laughs> Beautiful old Emma. Beautiful and we find Emma. out that Emma is pr- pretty much their their love triangle girl from <laughs> back in there, back from where they grew up. Hey. She was with Miles first. It's kind of a touchy situation. We don't, actually we don't know who she was with first. No, I think she was with Miles first. I mean, they don't really allude Why to that. Why do you say but, that? Either, yeah. Well, because she was engaged to him, as we find out. So, and it doesn't. And I don't find. I don't think Miles would be the type to take his friend's girl back then. You don't know that. No, I mean, People I'm just saying. It, it would. Time. It would just. I don't. I just you didn't. That's the time man. to do it. No, I haven't <laughs> actually. <laughs> I haven't. Okay, I'm just asking. I don't roll like you. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> but just uh, just on the flashback, you know, the, the, the flashback they showed him kissing, and then yeah. you just see Bass as you like to call him, yes. you know, General Monroe, you see him there with just hate Fury on his face. But it's because he wants to Fury be with her. evil. But he you wants, know, it's like, not evil. Uh, I think it's like he wants to be with her. But things like that happen all the time, though. Yeah. Like, you know, like someone always despises someone else. Like, oh, I just wish I had her, but she's with him. But that's your best friend. That's right. your brother. 
And What's then, that, bro? bro we said it. We can't say it. We can't say it all. Bros before war. Bros before war. How's that? All Bros right. Before war. So yeah, so we see that there's a little love triangle that's yeah. going on, um, and so. Bass and and company get to Jasper with their helicopters, and everybody's looking up like, "What are these things?" You know, I mean, it's, and, like, and it's he, like a world with no power. And you see, like, man, yeah. that's a big, that's a, I used that's to a know big what that bird. Was. And know, so he right? Emma comes across him, and she talks to him after they beat up poor Dwayne for saying he doesn't want to go to the courthouse. He has no reason to, and they beat poor Dwayne up. And she asks him, like, what are you guys doing here? What's going on here? And he says, he lies to her and says that there are some terrorists, and they're trying to protect these people. And she knows off top. She's like, look, we're old friends. Mm-hmm. You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. And at that point, I was like, okay, you guys are old friends, but that's your your uh, your Miles' girl. What do you mean you know him and <laughs> right? stuff like that? That's where it caught me. Because I was like, what is she talking about? And they just, they lured me in. They they really lured me in with that storyline. So keep, no, keep going. I'm, I'm sorry yes, to interrupt. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. Because that, that, and I think that was a point for me too that I, I was like, okay, there must be something else that was going on here because yeah. it doesn't see your old friends, but no, no. How close of a friends are you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because he, he breaks down and he just, you see him flip and he's just like, don't call me that. Don't call me Bass. Because he feels, he, I think he can feel his his walls coming down with Breaking her. Breaking down. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, they must have had something going on. Because yes. for him to be like, oh, I'm getting ready to be put in a vulnerable place with this woman. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me check her really quick. Don't call me Bass. <laughs> I'm General mm-hmm. Monroe. You don't well, know me like My thing is that. like, why would he be in a vulnerable place? Like, I'm coming to you like to tell you like hey I'm here to help you out even though she understand who I am as a person but it's like it's because business. she knew he was lying she knew it's he was lying she knew he was lying and that is a very very dangerous place to be in when somebody knows your weaknesses when they know you're lying when they know your oh, hand I don't lie. <laughs> well let me move away before the lightning strikes <laughs> over there no, I don't lie <laughs> I, I prayed but, this morning <laughs> so yeah so he knows that he, that he's going to be put in a compromising spot because for her to just be able to read him so well, he can't lie to her. Yeah, that's he, why he tries to put that wall back up and tells her, "No, no, no." Because he's go. ready to break down in front of your soldiers. Like he can't. You can't do that he because can't. then yeah. you you lose you you You're lose your, you lose your credibility. Yeah, and then you have to start killing off your soldiers just to show <laughs> that you know that you just to gain your respect back again. Yeah, and that's not even full respect. It's it's fear. It's you know it's a thing of fear. So he had to he had to you know stop her from calling her bass and. He had to, you know, beat. They had to let him give the order to beat up Dwayne, just to let her know I didn't come here f- to reconcile with you yeah. or to talk or anything like that. I came here to get Miles here so I can kill Miles. Yeah. But at and the same time, you think she's not gonna set him up? She would never. She was. What do you set Miles up? What do you mean? Who said she was gonna set him up? I'm just saying, like, I don't think she will. No, no, no. She wasn't. I don't think that's the reason that he said that because. I think because none of them have had contact with their hometown from what I'm gathering. Yeah, no. So I think he took that more as there's there's a vulnerable place with this woman here that has not been touched in years and God knows how many years. Yeah. And so sh- he's he's now saying, OK, I got to get this woman away. She's a threat, not because she's going to turn me into miles or she's going to set, set us up. She's a threat because she knows me. Yeah. yeah. And and I think this this homecoming to Jasper was was deep for Bass because he you see him strolling through, looking around. You see him go to his his family's grave, yeah, their graves, and he sees that they have fresh flowers on them. So who else could have put them there but Emma? Emma. Emma. And so now I think this is getting even tougher because there's this woman that you loved. She's putting that's sweet. You're putting fresh flowers on someone's graves who 
you know, you don't even know them. You haven't seen their son in years. Yeah. That's a really sweet thing. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, he's for sure going to, like, give up his whole plan to kill these people, <laughs> kill Emma. He can't kill her now. He's She's still- putting... Flowers on her family's great. On his nah, family's great. I mean, I, I, and I think that's probably why he probably got the like when, when he when she actually called him bass and everything. He probably felt a certain way because of the flowers. But at the same time, he's a general. He's a leader. You know, he has one focus, and his focus is basically to continue to take over the masses with his army and, and basically take over um, different the Georgia Republic and set miles up. So that's his thing. It's like he he might show some weakness towards her, but at the same time, no matter how much love you have for somebody, but when you're a leader coming in, they're like, I have one main focus, one goal, and that's just to take over the yeah. masses and basically just kill masses. everybody possible who don't want to be part of the Monroe Republic. So yeah. That was I, I pretty much agree with you. Like he can't he can't digress. He he cannot stop everything he's already done and say, Okay, I'm gonna take this woman, marry her, and then you know, go run off in the sunset somewhere. That can't happen. At the, he's at the point of no return with, with his evil, with, with, with everything he's done. So it's great that she's changing the flowers and yeah. you know, he she's walking around seeing who he was. But at the same time, he had to harden himself and go back to that man of steel in order to execute his 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 plan. And, and I think this makes him even more evil. I think this is probably the most evil we have seen yeah. Bass in any episode. He how how can you go home to a place you've never been to people who are your like Emma said your teachers, teachers. your your friends your you know these are people you grew up with and now you're going to kill them in cold Put blood. Them. What he put them in a court? He put them in a courthouse and, and put them in the basement. Yeah. He's going to burn mass t- tons and of people. And that's that's a very horrific way to die. Mm-hmm. Is to mean, be burnt alive. He he's now pure evil. The paranoia has gotten to him. He to me, this is in this episode. It really shows that there's no return for Bass. But why was he pure evil? Because the love was in there. He had to drown that out. He like, drowned. He had it out. to do something like real mm-hmm. like. But I, I think. But I agree with what you're saying. But but also I just feel like he's at a point right now where he's at he don't want to basically leave any other threats out there outside of miles because he don't want them or her to basically like send people to, to warn miles that hey you know Moreau's coming but i don't think they were i think he they probably would have. I, I don't think they would have i think the only reason that he wanted to get rid of the people in his hometown was really to spite miles that's it because this is something that they have in common this is where they this is who they are this city represents who they are mm-hmm. so if he wipes out everything in this city everything they've known everything that has helped them to become who they are then it's kind of sending a message to yeah. miles like you did this you killed your people I didn't do this. You should have come when I told you to come. It's just like forced retaliation. Like I'm forcing him to basically come see me and to fight me so I can have the opportunity to kill him and the republics. Yes. Yeah, and the rebels. I agree. And the fact that he doesn't care, it just is it astounds me. And the he's moment smarter he, than that. Yes. Well, I don't know about all that. I think he's just <laughs> I think it's just the anger is burning in him. And when Emma comes to him and you know, he she he asks her, did you put the flowers there? And she said, yes. And I just knew at this moment, yes, love will conquer all. They're going to get back together. This is going to be a happy story. Because, you know, when at first I was a little against them because of the cheating in the flashback. Emma literally has relations with this man on the kitchen counter while Miles is in the other room asleep. I thought that was. But I you don't know, know who she was with, though. What'd At that say? point in time, you don't know who she was with? No, she was with Miles. Because from because the earlier flashback, you see them all canoodling and kissing. Mm-hmm. And then you 
Okay, then they show the same flashback, mm-hmm. and she's putting Miles to sleep. She's, like, brushing his hair to the side, and then she goes into the kitchen with Bass, and he, like, creeps his little hand into hers. Hey. And so I was like, oh, they're over here creeping in the kitchen. It's a vulnerable and moment. I, just, a vulnerable I cannot moment. believe that. I just was like, oh, I don't like them together. But then when they <laughs> I don't came, like Emma. Why? Because she, she's a hussy. And that's part <laughs> She started this. like a grandma she term. Started hussy. This. She's a hussy. What if she is the reason why like they have they differences? She started this. No, because they were even tighter. They became even tighter when um, post-blackout. This was pre-blackout because <laughs> they had lights on in the house. But I'm saying, but but I liked it now because she has a really pure heart, and that's what Bass says pure to her. Heart. He was like, "You're she you're cheated. so kind." She's such a kind person, though. He's like, "You're really kind. You're you're a pure person, and you're able to see the good in people, including me." And she was able to do that because she was trying to tell him, "Like I see it. Like come on back. Come on, good that's Bass. Come past, on back." That's just like past memory that you kind of remember somebody that you always have like. The positive always outweighs the bad, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you yeah. have more positive, like, the relationship that we have, you know, the passionate moments that we have. I know there is some good in your heart. So anybody, if I didn't see you for, like, 15 years, and I was oh, well, you know, Megan, like, she was a great person when I seen her. But even though in those 15 years, you probably, like, went off the rocker somewhere, but at the same time, you came back. I know you for who you are, and that's what she know um, bad for. And, and I thought at that moment, that's when it was going to be, he, he has a breakthrough, because he says, I love you, and he says all this stuff. <laughs> that is so wonderful and he starts crying and I'm like crying. yes she is broken through to the good bass that we that <sighs> used to be there before all of this tragedy hit him and now he says to her he's gone that guy you're talking about that good guy is gone put him down in the basement and burn him he was closing the chapter closing I could, the and I just like, was sitting there like yeah. I can't believe that I was like no this was a moment he was going to be redeemed and he was going to become a good guy it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Not in this revolution. Definitely wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> not in this revolution. The me. revolution <laughs> spinoff. That's the hopeless romantic in me, huh? Where they were just gonna ride uh, off into the oh. sunset together. You should be asking everybody. Uh, Y'all think Bass will ever change? Uh, no. What? No. I think he will. He's he's got it in him. He can't. He can. Just like Miles can, can never change. No, Miles went to Chicago, tried to change. What happened? That life came back looking for him. Okay, you but know, and then it has changed him, though. It's changed because the guy that Miles is now is not the same as the guy that Miles used to be. So there is hope. It's because of family. I don't, yeah. I think it's because of his family. So then that's what, so then we, there, there brings another question. Is Bass going to change? Because now we find out, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later, but we find out that he has a son. Somewhere in the world, he's got a son. son. So, at first, I thought she was lying. Like I thought she was doing that just to. I mean, she, I'm, she's held at gunpoint. Yeah. She could probably say anything, and I thought she was lying. But then, when uh, Charlie and uh, the other the other soldier was saying someone needs to shoot her, someone needs to kill her, and Miles said, "If anybody pulls that trigger, then I'll kill you." That's how I knew Emma wasn't lying because Miles knows something. I think Miles knows something about the son. I don't think he does because remember what she says to she says to Bass. She she tells Bass nobody knew. My parents wouldn't let me tell you. You had already gone, and I wasn't allowed to tell anybody. And so she her son is somewhere. She's like, I want to see my son. I don't think they could even hear what the conversation was. But all all I think that Miles was worried about is these are my friends. That's true. At the end of the day, this is a girl that I used to be engaged yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to try to shoot her because she is literally. 
literally an innocent victim here. Mm-hmm. She's innocent. So if one of you guys are even off just a hair, you're going to kill her for no reason. Because he didn't want to take the shot. He's the best aim out of all of them. Exactly. So that's why he's right. a d- nobody shoot. And so as they're having this conversation, I don't think he can hear what they're saying. I think he's just <laughs> like, let's just pull back. And okay. then, of course, what is the name? Captain Dixon takes aim and shoots. And Dummy. he kills poor Emma. <laughs> he kills poor Emma. Ooh, horrible shot. Like, he wasn't even close to anyone's well, face. Well, I don't know he did because if you remember, he he, he hit. nicked him. Okay, he nicked him. Okay, so fine. He was a little bit off. They were kind of far. Let's you got an automatic rifle and you nicked him. You got a scope. Captain okay. in the Georgia Federation. Okay, but so for him, he doesn't know these people. They're just more casualties to him. He doesn't know Emma. Exactly, yeah. which is why why shoot her here? Go for the her face, his face, he was, or what? his face, not her face. He was he was trying to scare her. Whatever. I just I couldn't believe that. But I, I think you know even with Miles, you know I'm glad Miles got there first. By the way, I'm I'm really glad that he made it there because at first I was like, how's he gonna get here by himself and get through all of this firepower, all of this firepower. by himself? But of course, Miles is it's like Miles. MacGyver. He took the back of the the, the trucks, the the big right? trucks, uh, the tackle boxes where you uh, you country people put the fishing and you stuff. You country people, hold on, wait a minute. Jasper, Indiana. You telling me you guys don't go fishing and stuff? Okay, you know what? The tackle right. boxes. I live in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's <laughs> a lot, probably just as country as, as where you guys live. But you see what he did? He had the shield and he was running, bing, 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 and then they got him in the ankle. Yeah, like, they got ah. him in the leg, and he still kept going. He still was able to out. run. Hey, I just thought he was a goner. Eagle shot is not gonna stop you from running. It is gonna stop me from running. I'm gonna be like, okay, I give up. Go ahead. <laughs> Cut. I'm going back to my trailer. <laughs> this looks like real blood. That was. That was pretty angster there. So, yeah, so he helps to get everybody out, which I thought was great. And then, of course, Emma gets caught up with Bass, and then they have the whole exchange. Bass finds out he has a son. And I think this is, this is going to change him for the better because when, as we said before, when Miles finds out he has a, a niece, his family's still alive, mm-hmm. yeah. that is the beginning of his journey to become a new man. And I think now that Miles has a son, he now has something to live for. Because before he had nobody. His family was gone. His best friend is gone. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gone. But now he's like, there's somebody out there that depends on me and that I didn't even know about. This is going to make him weak. No, it's, it's not. It's going to make him weak. Uh, no, it's not. You saw well, what his happened. son going to be part of the Rebels, right? <laughs> you Probably. I mean, That's the question. So, yes, if you're on iTunes, <laughs> let us know what you think. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Rate us. Comment us. And we even like the comments that are not so favorable because they make us better. Makes us so better. we thank you for them. We thank you for the positive comments. We thank you for everything. Make sure you download the podcast so you can hear it whenever you need to. And, you know, let us know what you think. Tell a friend. It's really quick. And make sure you rate us five stars. Five, five stars. stars. Five stars. So the question is, what, hold on. Do you think that, what you call it, that will become better uh, as a result of become having a son softer. or worse? He's, he's not focused now. Now, <clears throat> just think, he doesn't know where Emma's, he doesn't know what part of the world, you know, well, what part of America Emma has been. She yeah. could, where this kid is, you know, what's, what's going on with this kid. So now, instead of focusing on getting all the power back, getting all my soldiers lined up, killing Mouse. It's always going to be in the back of his head. Where's my son? What if? Where's my son? Where's my son? But that's going to be like a tough adventure, though. Like, for someone who really don't know who his child is and she could not tell anybody, where do you start, like, looking for, like, a child? You got to start. Well, for him, he'd have to start at his hometown and see if she talks. But he's going to kill everybody. He's going to expose him. He's going to kill him. Yeah, I think this is going to help. This is going to make him a little weaker. 
It's going to make him a little weaker because now his focus is not on world domination. Yeah, yes. It's on where's my little boy? Yeah. Who's, I mean, and who knows how old the kid is now? Well, I mean, I guess he would know. 50 plus 15 years automatically because of the yes. lights and then however yeah. it was. Because they were, I think it, they were like teenagers probably back then. It was back then. So this kid's like, tw- he's older than Charlie, 25 15 years yeah. ago? Probably about 20. Well, no, but. 15 but, was the blackout. That was the blackout. Yeah. But the flashback was, was I'm assuming, was yeah. when they were so in high school. So he had to be school. like in his 20s. So his kid, yeah, his kid's like. Mid twenties, maybe late twenties. Who knows? So watch, and now this exposes mm-hmm. him because you saw before his new right hand man was telling him you'd be a lot safer at home. Why are we in Jasper? You know, you know why are we here? So now he's gonna go city to city looking for his son, and all his fire fire power fire power isn't around his mansion anymore. You I know? don't believe it. He's got to go to different places to go look for his... He almost I got killed. They had to pull him away. They had to put him away onto yeah. the helicopter. He's going to expose himself looking for this kid. I think that... That's how he, gonna I think him. he's going to lose his power, like his leadership within the Monroe Republic and someone else is going to take a seat because he, he's not going to be the leader that they need. But I don't think that he's going to expose the, the Monroe Republic I don't know. To danger. I think he is. I think I don't know. I just hope he finds his son. I think this is a very good, very good writing writers. Very good writing. Very, yeah. This is very interesting. It's a very good twist because now yeah. all of a sudden Monroe has something to live for, and and true. and I also going back to um, Miles, he shoots Captain Dixon because Captain Dixon took the shot and killed Emma, and I think. Miles is still a killer, you guys. Miles, even though he's softening up, he's still a killer because. Honest to God, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. If M, if do you guys think that he would have killed Charlie if she took that shot? No, no. You don't think he would have killed her? He no. would shot her in the leg, but I don't think he would like killed her. Why would he shoot her in the leg? What, what good does that do? Like, he would probably, what like, good is shooting someone in the he leg? He would separate himself from Charlie. You don't think he would have killed her? Nah. I think Charlie's shot would have been better than, than Dixon. Uh, so. Was it better with Alec? Um, no, because she uh, missed. Remember, she, did. she didn't. She was off. She wasn't right in his heart. So I don't know. I think I, I, I don't know. He might have killed her. I don't, he might have. No, nah, I don't think he would have killed her. What do you, got, what you guys think at home? I wonder what the I wonder yes. what the, the the fans think. You know, but just because. Call us four two four two five six one seven two nine. Let us know. What do you think? Do you think that Miles would have actually killed his niece if she took the shot at Emma? I, I don't is, think so. He had a look in his eye. Though he did. I don't know. He had no hesitation. Like, no hesitation. I don't think he would have killed her. But they, they didn't really show... Okay, they showed him with the flashbacks. They showed him kissing Emma. But that's it. They didn't really show any, like, deep dialogue or, you know, a conversation with them two to show why he, you know, loved her so much. What Are you talking about Miles? I'm not talking about Miles and Emma. But they didn't I mean, really show too much with their flashbacks. I don't think they flashback. needed to. I think they were just trying to show that... To establish they're together. And then he <laughs> says later on, once Emma's dead, that... That this was he was engaged to her previously. Yeah. So oh, we yeah, know there was so, something yeah, there right. that, yeah. that yeah, was going definitely on. Something okay, yeah. great between them, but I mean, it's like, hey, he had to move on. And I think that kind of snaps him out of his softness a little bit. Once I feel like the old Miles is his comeback, because you oh, see how he back. just throws that he throws a blanket right back over Emma's face. Like, oh, we're definitely going to where we're killing him yeah. now. This is it. But at the same time, it's not it's not Bass fault though. I mean, it is Bass's fault because he he brought he brought the war here to his hometown. It would have never touched them had he not brought Miles there. 
Yeah, but Bass ain't killing either. <laughs> <laughs> and he killed the person who killed Emma, right? Exactly. So that part is gone, of course. But here he goes. He's he's now. I think he snapped out of his softness a little bit, or maybe this is still part of him becoming. He's still going to be softer when it comes to uh, those he cares about, because this is really important to him. But now it's going to make him even more focused. Because another innocent person whom he loves has died. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, that's, you could be in this fantasy world on, you know, I want to become, you know, this great person and I want to be this bartender and I'm tired of the killing. But like you said, another innocent person who he loves has died as a result of them trying, you know, <clears throat> them trying to kill him. So this is going to harden him. But you this look at really like every hard. episode. Like Miles lose someone close to him every episode. Someone that someone that he like either trained one his like one his protege yeah. or like a family member or a lover. So it's like it's he's he yeah he he and that's why I think he's in the predicament that he's in. Um, so let's switch over to Aaron and Rachel. That's a, a yeah. Quick yeah. This was great. Yeah. Aaron and Rachel <laughs> make it to the Plains Nation. We come to a new place in the world, the Plains Nation, um, in Lagrange, Missouri. Grange. And we see that they're running, walking through the crowd at the marketplace, and he sees his ex-wife Priscilla. Priscilla. Priscilla's alive. Yeah. I didn't fine. think she was a a, mon- a figment of his imagination, as Rachel said. I was like, no, he really saw her. <laughs> I knew he saw her. Really. Yeah, I, I thought it was a figment of his imagination. Nah, did you? Yeah. I mean, because no, I didn't think that because uh, he he haven't thought about her like since like the first couple of episodes. So he's been really kind of thinking about survival, life, and just being a better person. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we see her, and then he comes. He, you know, he she's fights with beautiful. Rachel a little bit. Yeah, she still looks she's the same. Still she still looks she good. Looks Fifteen good. years yeah, later, still she still looks good. And he, she's at the bar, and she's got a man with her, and you know, he's excited to see her, and he's just like, hey, and she just looks at him, and she can't be excited, and she explains that, oh, I'm with my <laughs> husband, and this is an old friend, Aaron, and she just turns away. She's cold, and so he, cold. and he just walks away. And I thought at that moment, I was like, go, Aaron, go after her, and he just kind of, you know, he wants to, but Rachel's <clears> like, she's trying to tell you to leave, but, leave her but alone. But at the same time, you look like what type of circumstances that he left her at. He like yeah. left her and just felt like, yo, you know what? You'd be better off without me because if you stay with me, you probably end up dying. And would she end up surviving the whole entire thing? I would never left my wife just to be like, if we die, we're going to die together. Which is why he had such so many, so much guilt for all of these years. So he should. It, but it, guilt, it, guilt doesn't, you know, guilt can't, is, is not enough to get you to leave. Okay, I know it wasn't the husband as a bonnie hunter or whatever, but guilt shouldn't be enough for me to get up my new husband, the man who's provided for me when yeah. you left me, for yes. me to go out and talk to you. But no. he may never have another chance with her, so I think that's why he is so... But what is, he going, what, what is he going to tell her? Okay, so we find out that when he tries to walk, you know, when Rachel tells him to walk away, she doesn't want to talk to you, we see the gun from this guy, so we know something's yeah. not right. And he tells Rachel, something's not right, I know her, something's not right. So then he goes, you know, later he goes searching for her, and he sees that she's being thrown in the back of this truck. This is not her husband. Yeah. And he knows that. So she tells him again, go, just forget about me, go away. And he's walking away. 
And at that moment, I was like, I was literally screaming at the TV like, no, Aaron, don't do it again. Don't do it again. And he turns so around. I do. I'm yeah, so positive. So and he just turns around. And at this point, I'm like, oh, he's going to kill the guy. He just starts creaming him. But poor Aaron, even through all of this fighting that he's been around, he still sucks at fighting. He's not and a so fighter. He's not. Poor baby. Yeah. He's not a fighter. So he tries as best as he can. And the guy is about to kill him now after his few punches. And Priscilla, her strong self, she comes out of nowhere with the lead pipe and Dink, Matt Kemp. Right. And, and in a way, it kind of was like, oh, I didn't really want it to turn out like that. I really wanted him to come in and save the day, but it's kind of like Priscilla saved him. This is the, it's always. That would have been way case. too che- like Aaron, cheesy. Aaron always being saved. Like, I, like, literally, I can't see him actually, like, being a hero ever. He, no, he is a hero I mean, he because, is, he, like, because he's the one that initiated this little fight, which allowed her to become free. That's not being a hero. I mean, but it's better than him walking away again <laughs> like a coward. That's me. Help. I was thinking, <laughs> what, what I was thinking was the guy still had his gun. So I was like, why are you charging somebody and they still have their gun? So I didn't think of that as being brave. I thought of it as being foolish. False yeah. bravo. Well, I thought it was brave. And kudos to you because you could have clearly just walked away like your character has done in the past. And so, of course, you know, he talks to her and he's just like, come with us. You know, you need to come back with us. Uh-huh. We find out that she was that was a bounty hunter and he was trying to get her because she killed a, a Monroe Republic officer. officer yeah. um, and she said she did that because this man was trying to take someone she loved or her hurt daughter. someone she loved, which we find out is her daughter. So her she's daughter. married. She's got kids and they're in Texas waiting for her. Wow. Man. Now, this is tough for, yeah. for Aaron, but you yeah. remember what Rachel tells him? She's, she says to him, it's not going to be that easy. You can't just walk in back into somebody's life after you've made this decision to leave them yeah. and think that it's just all going to go back to where it was. Mm-hmm. And we find that it can't be because now she's got a whole family depending on her. She's going back she's, to Texas. She's going to Texas, going honey. She to- has no room for Aaron in her life. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> I mean, it was just... It all worked. It all worked. It all worked, right? It all worked. And so it's it's bittersweet because now that chapter of his life is closed. It's He no longer is going to spend the next 15 years worrying about what happened to her. Mm-hmm. He knows. Mm-hmm. And right. she kisses him and she's like, I still love you. So uh, don't I'm tell me that. Don't you just don't hate t- that? She should have said that. She should have said that. But it, I mean, it's the truth. And it's kind of like, well, you know that I can't be with you. I've got a family, but I still love you. So this is my goodbye. But at the same time, just like... I don't yeah. need that when I'm about to walk off because then I'm thinking about it. Well, she still loves me. You know, what's what's going on? But Yes. So the episode ends with Tom Neville coming back. Yeah. He's back with Tom. a vengeance. And now he's <clears throat> going to be partners. And that's part of the predictions. He's going to be partners with Miles. I told you. I don't know. I'm just going to say I think he's going to try to kill Miles. He really is. No, I, don't th- I don't think that's over. He's going to kill Miles. I don't think he's going to kill Miles because he can't really go back to Monroe. Because even if he It kill- doesn't matter. It's a principle thing. No, I doubt it. Because okay. they work- cause they been- he's been so loyal to Miles before. But now it's just the fact that even if he killed Miles, he can't go back to Monroe because Monroe actually just feels like he's basically he's a threat now. But if he doesn't kill Miles, then when the Georgia Federation takes over, he's third in charge because it'll be the lady, it'll be Miles, <laughs> and then it'll be Neville. It's like a cousin ranking? Yeah, yeah. man. I, I, hey, I, I, I can't I take feel, orders I, from so, I too just, many people. I remember him saying to him after he put him in his, he had Tom Neville's wife um, at gunpoint, knife point, whatever. He said, the next time I see him, I'm going to kill you. And I don't think that's subsided. He's going to still try to kill. I mean, of course, he's going to try to make sure that he gets the Georgia Federation agenda done. But he's going to try to kill Miles. I'm just saying that. Putting that out there. 
And, you know, we don't have a lot of time for news and gossip, but you want to tell us real quick what is going on with well, the show? Well, we can say uh, season two has, NBC has had an early, uh, ordered an early renewal for season two. They're okay. picking up a full season, all 22 episodes. So, nice. Yeah, the yes. ratings Sweet. are going up, all yes. that. Yes. We love the show. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, Rockney S. O'Bannon has joined Revolution for its upcoming, upcoming second season. O'Bannon will serve as the executive producer. Number two behind showrunner and series creator Eric nice. Kripke. So, nice. So we got so some good changes going on with the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys. Until next week, where can our lovely fans find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at CulturedAthlete and on my website, www.brandon-london.com. And you can find me at Larisha Mara on Twitter and also check out TruePeople'sMedia.com. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on all of your social networks, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at MegScoop, like scoop of ice cream. Until next week, see ya. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Oh, no, no, no. 